and welcome to Spiritual Successor, the comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, disgusting, awful, wonderful video game ideas and turn them into the next triple A video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. Hey, AJ, I got a quick thing I want to talk to you about. You know, this is because you and I have been doing this intro for a long time. You know what? You know, one thing you do that ver- that is the difference of, uh, of what I do. And there's video, there's audio evidence of this happening. When you intro the podcast, you say, I'm your host, AJ Hart. I say, uh-huh. I'm one of your hosts, Blake Rea. AJ. Yeah. This is team effort. What? I just want to say, we got to, okay, let's get into a quick Well, what do you want me to do about, I can't help the fact that I'm a narcissist, dude. That's just something about me. All right. You know this. You're right. You're right. I'm your best friend. You know I'm a narcissist. You know this about me, You work by different standards. You work at a different, you work at the beat of your own drum, and that's why I love you. That's why I care about you. But I'm saying, bro, it's a team effort. You and I built, we built this, we built this empire, this video game empire together. And we've had some guests help us out along the, along the way, and then that they mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. helped us too. We owe, we owe a lot too. <laughs> I mean, like if you want, you can. I mean, do you want to try out? I'm your host. Like, just try that out really quick. Just see the power that you get from it, and you'll <clears> see why a narcissist like me does that. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor. I'm your host, Blake. Rett. You're right. I do feel like my my it head feels so my good, head right? and my ego feel so strong right now. Yeah, I feel like I can. I feel like I can conquer the world, and I'm gonna. AJ, let and me hit me with this first video game submission. Are you okay with that? Okay. You okay. You okay yeah. with that? Oh, actually, yeah. Well, and that's that's the shit that you can do when you say that you're the host. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, it's your show, and you can do whatever you want. You're you're right. You're not walking on eggshells. All right, cool. Uh, This is going to make, like, me buying out your part of the company um, a lot easier. I just... You're right. This is the the prep work. I do have secret secret shares hidden somewhere. So Mm -hmm. even if you bought all of the shares available, I still have the secret shares, so you'll never be able to out... out out Wait a second. How do you think shares work? How do you think public shares work? There are no secret public shares well that's you because directly, you don't do finances like me i do shadow look at financing who owns what shares i use i use dark stock trading <laughs> darks <laughs> there's the light side and dark side of stocks there's the light side is all the public shit the dark side is like this what you find on silk road and um <laughs> Is that where is that where all of the GameStop stocks are right now? Is that why I'm not well, well, I'm the, not collecting well, the, any money on my stocks? The dark stocks are like the generational wealth that you never even know about. It's stuff <laughs> like oh, I'm buying from this like digital store and I'm accidentally throwing money towards like PayPal and Coca Cola. Uh, like that's uh, that's where the dark stocks you're just, are. You're just throwing so money again, into the void that is Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I get you, I'm, I get you, I get I'm in the void in the uh-huh, shadow uh-huh. stocks. He's <laughs> been banished to the shadow realm. Of stocks. It's a real shame that I don't know more about stocks so I can make funny jokes. Uh, uh-huh. GME, is that anything? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, if somebody owns 51% of a company, guess what? The other 49% are really unhappy now. I think that, like, legitimately, I do not know much about stocks, and I feel like What's the post- deal with insider <laughs> trading? Post, post the GameStop, like, stock thing where stocks became very apparent to a lot of people... Like, well, I, they became trendy. That, became, let's not say apparent. We'll just say trendy. Yeah, it's, you're right. Apparent is not a good word. Trendy or uh, more in the public eye, let's say. Um, I've been realizing, man, I know jack shit about stocks. And I wish I'd like, if I did like studying like two months before that, 
just invest like like there were some people that only had a few hundred dollars in there and they were walking away with thousands i was like god i wish that were me right now oh that could that could be like like a car <laughs> that could be it could be a car be, you can't drive still though so that would just be like furniture could, for you i could look at it man it's like a 15 year old buying a car before they have a license they just look at it they wash it in the driveway and they just be like hey mm. man you just like see anybody that's walking by your neighborhood you just yell at them across the street be like hey look at this sweet fucking 1970s clunker i bought you could somewhat see a reflection in in the mirror if it's it, <laughs> don't look at the caked areas where there's grime and 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 shit Look at, like, that one little shiny area. I'm going to buff those out. Don't worry thing. about it. <laughs> All right. It's hey, my podcast. Blake, it's AJ, your give show me a submission. now. So do, yeah, present me, present oh. a submission to me. Present unto me your genius video game idea, AJ Hart. My guess this week this is AJ Hart. This comes from The Boyland on Twitter, <laughs> at Nonimo31, a D&D game that doesn't suck ass. So uh, let's Baldur's think about Gate's our pretty D&D. good. All the Baldur's Gate game. Well, protect. Yeah, there are D and D games because they well, operate. Well, here's the problem with here's the problem with Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Here's the problem with all Wizards of the Coast D and D things. Mm-hmm. It says Dungeons and Dragons, and there's always so little Dungeons and or Dragons. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the branding <laughs> claiming one thing and it being another thing. You know, like D and D five E Wizards of the Coast is like check out our new Dungeons and Dragons expansion. It's called the Sword Coast, and you mm-hmm. hang out on a beach when there's sword cultists. Like that's not dragons or dungeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our new Dragons and D- Dungeons and Dragons expansion. Uh, you go to hell and you get cars and you do a marathon race. Okay, that's yeah, not that's Dungeons cool and or Dragons. That's, that's cool as fuck though. Don't it's, you dare. Don't you dare. Uh, a descent into Avernus cool. is so fun. I don't care if it's cool. I'm looking for what's on the tin. So Uh here's what we need to do. We need to create a game that is just dungeons and dragons. Nothing else. I don't want swords. I don't want elves. I don't want orcs. I don't want none of that shit. I want to start with dungeons and dragons. Okay. I want to build on something real quick here. You and I have previously done a game called uh, Scalebound, uh, the dating game. And that, the core of this is, I'm not saying this game's going to be like that. I just want to give a little context. In that game, you Mm -hmm. were... Classic, I the classic dragon story. It's a per, it's a dragon that's hoarding shit, and they want to find a dungeon to keep all their shit that they're hoarding. Like Smog yeah, this was the, the real world dating what? app we were using as a yeah. scaly with a scaly texture. So what if you do the opposite of that? You are constantly loop hero esque, where you are adjusting the environment. You are constantly building your dungeon to try and capture dragons. So you are building the coolest, not to lure them, not to romance them, to physically capture dragons and collect. You so are you want to dra- do you are a, a tower dungeon? defense game, but you are ensnaring the dragons yes, that come in to st- steal all your dope things. You are a dungeon that hoards dragons. So you are trying to be there like we go. Ulti- you are trying to be the ultimate dungeon that has a, like a, a dragon zoo. And there you go. So it's instead of we and to, to avoid getting sued, our asses sued. Instead off, of dungeons and dragons, it is dungeon of dragons. I was thinking dragons and dungeons. You know, because I want to go like okay. the cla- I want to go to the classic like where it's like oh, okay, you you get the vibe, but it's just it's different enough to where you can't get sued. So uh, the other stipulation we will have to make is that it is with D- uh, Z's instead of S's. <laughs> go classic nineties, just extreme marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Also, Lost Art. I miss a lot of extreme marketing sort of shit. And, I, and, like, I was not a 90s kid. I was not coherent until, like, maybe 2003. 
I, I think that's that, yep, my that makes favorite. you a millennial. Yeah, it makes me a millennial. I'm a I'm a hip, trendy millennial. I uh, drink expensive coffee and uh, no, you don't. You drink va- va- vanilla game. bean fraps because everything else is too bitter for you because you're a baby. <laughs> no, I drink caramel crunch fraps. Fuck you. Um, oh right, right, right. They still don't have a shot of espresso in them, buddy. They're still milkshakes. If I'm feeling adventurous, I go double shot. Does that make me cool? Does Ooh. that make me cool, man? Yeah, that that does qualify as a coffee. <laughs> that does qualify. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, so, this would be a dungeon, uh, like a tower defense dungeon building game, where in you are luring in dragons so that you may capture them and add them to your horde. You're not luring and make them your in. dungeon a little bit I, stronger. I want to this clarify. This reminds me a little bit of like. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that game Boss Rush? I believe oh, that yeah. was the card game you and I played. Yeah, Boss Battle. Uh, it, it, I think it's just called Boss. Uh, no, it's not. Is it called Boss Battle? Boss Battle card game. God, because I love that. Because you're constantly okay. AJ, can you? The explain? concept of it is yeah. The concept of it is that you are building out a small little tile, like a small line of tiles. Uh, the tiles all being different cards that are shuffled around at the table. You place down different traps, different enemies, so that as adventurers that will automatically run through the uh, your dungeon you've created will die, and they never actually get to your boss, so that they can your boss cannot be harmed. Mm-hmm. Different bosses will have Could... different abilities, passives, and cards available to them. It's interesting that you bring this up because you know what would be cool as fuck. So did I have the name right? Is it Boss Rush? It's just it's just boss battle. Uh, boss battle is okay. an asymmetric RPG strategy style card game for one to four players. That you you bringing up boss battle is actually very interesting because what's one of the other things that happens in dungeons? They're thousands of years old, and after t- at, at, as time goes on, they either deteriorate or get plundered by adventurers. So, is there a world where this game is you are constantly updating and upkeeping and building up your dungeon to go actively like maybe Howl's Moving Castle thing? collecting dragons and could there just be a thing where there are randomly generated heroes that come in and just destroy your shit are they like free the dragons they come in and kill the dragon because they needed some magical spell from that dragon uh and they can only get it by absorbing their soul sky all of skyrim or uh maybe they each section of your dungeon or your castle or whatever is dedicated to uh, to specific dragons, so an adventurer might only go to one wing of your building, or et cetera, et cetera. I'm just trying to think of, like, what is something that's happening in this world that you don't have control over that could fuck up your shtees while you're in the middle of hunting and collecting these, these sweet dragon trophies? I love this idea of adventurers coming in because then we then we have a little bit more variety and now we can start to add in a little bit more of the dungeons and dragons IP. Mm-hmm. Now that we have we have dragons which will always come in and try to steal all of our dope shit, but we also have heroes that will be coming in that we need to kill so that we can steal their dope things and put them in our cool horde. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What is real quick question I, I what are we as the player? Are we a living sentient building? Are we a lich? I'm thinking Monster House, but a really, really big one. Or we could uh, do like something absolutely buckwild and be like a dragon lich or something like that. Like something oh, real, like co- high fantasy, like you know, you know, be the cool dragon as fuck, lich actually. emperor. Just like, just like legit, uh, just going, uh, just trying to build like lore and shit. What if you are as the player? A dragon that got like a very just a powerful godlike dragon that was killed and slain. And the reason you're collecting these dragons is because if you collect, let's say, you collect a hundred dragons, um, all like 
over the course of the game, you can then absorb their souls and reform your body. Because I'm a man, you're That'd not a good person. Like I, you're you're taking living creatures and well, hoarding you're good them. for dragons. I mean, dragons live on a different morality scale than human it, beings. Oh, it depends. Of there's there's uh, the colorful dragons like red, blue, and all those dragons are evil. They're te- they tend to be chaotic. But then you have metallic dragons. I think that dragons have one rule of morality, and that is that stealing is wrong, but mugging is okay. <laughs> what? Those are the same well, thing. No, 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 no. Because I think that a dragon that steals things like all sneakily, like a thief would, uh-huh. and like dishonorably. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. That it's like, sucks. A dragon. No, wa- a dragon would never. A dragon would never pickpocket. They want people a to know that they're taking shit from them. A dragon would catch you in a back alley and make you drop all your things before blasting you, grabbing your mother's uh, pearl necklace and shattering it and causing you to become Batman. Uh, just AJ, entertain me for a second. You're 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 in downtown New York. Like you're in a tight, like garbage covered alley. It's the dead of night. There's moon. There's just moonlight glistening on you as you walk down this alley, and you just see a shadow come over you. And it's a full size fucking dragon just sitting on the apartment complex above the alley. And he's like, and you think, oh shit, this dragon's gonna just shoot fire on me. And it's like, give me your wallet. And it's just like, what? Just give me. <laughs> it's just this dragon taking this. The trick with that, there is all thing I, from you're you. You're right. This is a nightmare <laughs> situation. I do have a life hack for you. Yeah, what's if up? you pretend that you have your music in and your headphones are on and like pretend that the dragon never gets your attention, <laughs> then the dragon cannot honorably mug you and you will be safe. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta pull so long off as the dragon, dragon doesn't yeah, if you blow off the dragon and like make sure the dragon doesn't think they've ever had your attention. Because uh-huh. like the that's the difference, right? That's the difference between an yeah, honorable right. conquering and your things become part of their horde and being just like a robber. <laughs> Which sucks. You're All giving, dragons know that that sucks. You're giving real, like, Iskandar energy here. It's like, it's a shame that you, you want to look people in the face when you steal from them. Yeah, man. do you know what dra- hold on i think that's how all dragons work like because we know like in in the hobbit movies smaug could have picked just eaten the little hobbit and taken the ring at any moment but that would have been that would have meant nothing but no he needed I, it to be dope i think i think he needed to earn that i think i i don't know like i think smog did do that like he was about to kill bilbo and then bilbo like put on the ring and escaped from him a, a, and then he it went and it, like, and that's what I'm saying. Is Smaug could have done it at any moment, but Smaug chose to do it properly. No, I, I don't know. Smoke conquered a whole. He's country. like a billion foot dragon, and it, he saw a little hobbit there, and he could have just like squashed him with his tail, but he didn't. Uh-huh. Smoke got that little hobbit's attention. It was like, "Sup, bud?" Gave him a little bit of whippy back and forth. Did a couple riddles. I don't. Called I him think, small. I think you're giving. I think you're giving. Got dunked on. I think you're giving dragons too much credit. I think the writer knew Benedict Cumberbatch was going to voice this dragon, or were like, "I want to hear his milky voice say my golden words of this script." I I don't know, man. I, I feel there was like some different prerogatives going on in that situation. Um, like, do you have a video game for me? I do have a video game for you. Is it a good one? This is a good one. You, it, uh, <laughs> you promise? 
I, I, I bring the heat this week from Jupiter Demon Streamer at Jupiter from Hell. Game that is a mix of Castlevania 2 and Monster Prom, where you have to go around collecting all of Dracula's body parts to resurrect him because the prom's tomorrow, and he is supposed to be the prom king. Encounter monsters and flirt with them to convince them to give you his bones. This gives me serious JoJo's Part 7 energy, where they like are tr- road tripping across America to like collect the body parts of Jesus. That's a real plot, Hold by on. the way. Um, do we have do we have a duty here to plug games that we know about through Kickstarter that are like the games that are pitched to us? Oh, is that like a legit game? Yes. Oh shit! What game is it? Let me just do a quick Google search. It's called Romance Sylvania. Oh shit! This is awesome. Okay, what is that game about? Uh, it's a Castlevania type game where different zones have romanceable characters. So oh, like that's the, it has different, like, though. like it's a it's a corner scratcher game where you run around and different like corner scratcher places will give you new NPCs that you can attempt to romance. That's sorry, I just want to go ahead and throw that out there because that is within the same vein as the thing that's been pitched. And I feel like we aren't doing our we aren't doing our proper care if we don't you know, service boost when when available. Yeah, I I, I, I I think there is some similarities there, but I do think that this game is still wholly original primarily because you're you're not necessarily all of the other people aren't dateable options. Your end goal is a very specific entity, and that's Dracula. So I think it's like an, it's like playing a classic Sierra adventure game. You have to like talk to a bunch of people, solve their problems to get an item from them that you can then use that item to solve somebody else's problem, and then that's how you advance through the game to get your eventual goal of like saving your family or saving the universe or in what's it called uh, that one stupid horrible game. Uh, fucking uh uh oh god what's his name it's it's the it's the sierra game but it's like the little horny dude uh 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 laser laser shoot laser Le- shoot larry laser suit larry where laser his whole thing is trying leisure. to get laid man that one's a tongue twister huh leisure suit yeah. larry yeah yeah so that I, was an old old game before it was like the weird xbox 360 game that my cousin tried to make me play uh, which one are you talking about? Because there was the Xbox 360 one, and then there was the Wii one. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. <laughs> so, That's a pretty good name. So you know what? Credit devil. where credit's due. That's pretty clever. <laughs> hey, um, game recognized what game. I, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's that's next let's play on the channel. AJ and I tackle no, no, Laser no, Suit no, Larry no, no, no. Magna Cum Laude, and that's where our career ends, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> um so what I but circling back, circling back. So I'm thinking it's it, when Jupiter was saying um Castlevania, I am taking that as in you have to like fight to get to different areas. Um and then in once you finish certain areas then there becomes a talk a, a, a person you can talk to and i'm wondering what is the gameplay at that point does it become this pseudo dating game where it becomes its own little mini game or does it become like a a uh, an item adventure game where you have to have gotten an item from one person and then uh, maybe you meet a person but you can't solve their problem immediately you have to get further in the game and then come back roguelike style not roguelike metroidvania like style Backtr- yeah backtrack you know. i believe we we've redubbed those to backtrackers yes so oh, that's right you did <laughs> i'm i'm happy because to remember that we, because I because Metroidvania is, t- it's too like, oh, check out these two games that no one's played. 
So what are you talking about? Those are two amazing games that have like countless. I didn't say they were bad. But you said nobody played them. <laughs> Correct. That, uh, There's so lots many... of good games that nobody's played. Bro, they have, like, Castlevania has, like, if you're counting, like, every rendition of it, there's, like, fucking 12 games in that whole series. It's huge. It's a huge series. I, either way, either way, I, I... Do you... Hey, Blake, look me in the eye. You can't do that because we're on the radio. I'll but look can at you, you in my mind's eye. actually say that you know anybody that has played a Metroid game or a Castlevania game? Uh... <laughs> I don't know anybody, but I know I played I them. Can I can confidently I, say that I, I, I personally do not know anybody <laughs> that has played either of those AJ, two franchises. I, I don't know anybody that's played them, but you do. You're looking at it, boyo. I've played I've played so much Castlevania and Metroid, dude. Oh, have you really? Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, dude. Wait, the, the the 3D action RPG one does not count. Lords of Shadows or whatever. No, I, that wasn't bro, the name of it. The I, one where he was became a vampire. At the no, end. no, 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 no. I love classic Castlevania games. Like, it's pr- oh. pr- yeah. The okay. I'm not too big on gameplay. I I never really have liked them for that. It's you just like the flavor in the tone. <laughs> I love the music, actually. The music and aesthetic. Like, classic, like, Okay, Castlevania gothic. soundtrack does pop yeah, off. I have sat down incredible. and listened to it before. Like, well, because that was also around the same... It was a little, I think it was a few years before, but that was, like, also, like, Mega Man music era. Like, Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. I think Castlevania, the first one, I think was, like... Was it... It wasn't 87, was it? It's, like, 87, 88. Mega Man 1 was, like, like... I was Mega Man 2 was, then. like, 1991. That The music was so fucking dude it just slaps so fucking hard i think my ears are a little bit off but they were i think they're around the same time amazing amazing so this video game you're imagining Mm. it to be like a backtracker both in the ways of like you have to go through and collect all of the pieces of dracula but then you also have to do all of the backtracking so that you you gotta go down and catch all the pieces of dracula yeah, Southern Dracula, Dracula. So, oh, so dude, you wait, also no, need to go through. AJ, you're onto something. This is like, like true blood. It's Southern vampires. It's with... like Southern Gothic. You're onto something yeah, there, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, of okay. course, we need a new flavor. Sexy but you Gothic. also have okay, to backtrack cool. so that you can get character relations and like get like earn more pieces. Is that what you're hmm. proposing? I'm imagining. Okay, if we think about this in the context of the world, if a person knows they have a piece of Dracula, they're gonna be super Please. protective about. They know it, they right? have a piece of Dracula. Of, sorry, they know they have a piece of Dracula, and they're going to be very protective of it. Um, <laughs> so, God, so I'm trying to figure. So that kind of sets up like you need to earn these people's trust, or you need to prove yourself to them. So it'll be like everybody has their own like maybe trials to them, um, or some. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure of out like course, how- and we can and we can cash in on the thing that everybody loves about video games these days. What's that? A pacifist run and a genocide run. Oh, so... You do one playthrough where there is two elements of backtracking, right? You go through the whole game and you do all the backtracking of a normal, like, Castlevania backtracker game. Mm -hmm. And you get all... And you can just go through and fight all of the bosses so that you can get to the final boss. And you collect all the pieces of Dracula and you summon them. Or you can go through the whole game talking your way through it but then you double the amount of tracking you have to do because you have to go through the whole game to unlock everybody and then you have to go back through the whole world again to talk to everybody real quick question do you do a real thing, quick answer i'm trying to figure out how does that culminate in the ending because our ending is dracula is summoned right 
Is it uh-huh. what what is the difference between a pacifist and a violent run? Is like the violent run you're like I want to it like Doomslayer style. I want to summon the ultimate evil so I can kill it. Um or is it if you're doing the pacifist run, I want to summon the ultimate evil so I can teach it teach it love and make it not want to kill people. Is that and then like is it going from a fighting to a conversation mini game? Is like what is that cuz Undertale gets away with it because you do a you do the like the bullet hell dodging thing regardless, right? Even if it's a conversation mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. non-conversation run. So what you're getting at here is like two very different play styles because this is like well, a here's what you do instead. Like beat him up. Um, because as we all know, falling in love is not a, a singular moment. Falling in love is, of course, all of the moments culminated, and you realize that they've all been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. There, if you do the you can go through the game and it's just like a normal action platformer. If you go and if you do the genocide run, you get to fight Dracula at the very end. Mm-hmm. If you do the pacifist one, there is no boss fights. You don't have to fight any of the people that you're trying to convince to give you the pieces. Mm-hmm. But the platforming parts become absolutely insanely difficult it's like super meat boy devil mode versions of these levels you have to action platform and every other place to stand is a chainsaw or a Mm. like a big grinder so Mm. it is just agony to do the backtracking the second time through for the pacifist run oh dude actually uh, okay i love where that's going i want to hit you with a little zag here so uh-huh. one thing we didn't Zagon. talk about is is like okay so when you start the game you have fucking Dracula's I don't know left bicep or something um as the game goes on Dracula's going to start materializing in front of you so you're going to have this thing conversing with you it's like it's like Kratos carrying around that dude's head on his hip it's just like this this entity that they constantly interact with or they comment on Is it like that or is it a little bit more like Lollipop Chainsaw holding her boyfriend's head on her hip Oh, well, but I mean, even then, like he's, it's same concept. He's like, that's a guy that is interacting. One's a little bit more flirty. Well, I guess you, I guess it depends on what run you're doing, because if it's like you're doing the angry run, that is strictly saying you are trying to get Dracula up so you can kill it. Oh, but, so the whole game you have Dracula's head with you. And, like, if you're doing the genocide run, he continues to hate you and berate you with speeches about how, like, he's yes. going to just attack you when he gets back together. Yes, And your yes. character's like, I cannot wait for you to be beat by me when I'm done putting you back together. Mm-hmm. And then the I, pacifist run, Dracula's got all these lines about, like, ah, oh, you spared Wolfman. Yeah, you're falling, you're, like, in lo- yeah. you're falling in love together. And it's like this, like, this... And maybe there's these conversations between every major level, and those conversations differ depending on how you handled it. It's like if you did a violent run, you have like this Dracula berating you between the level. If it's a pacifist run, you have like you grow a little bit closer to Dracula. What I want to get at here is, is and I want to build to this one very singular moment because I think it could be so fucking powerful. Is at the the final level of the game, the last piece of Dracula that you get is its hands. Is it Dracula's heart? No, it's oh, his hands his because hands. it's the hands that will either kill you or the hand that you're taking in marriage. <gasps> so like Romantic. that. So it's like that's the last body part. So it was like Dracula gets its hands and and, and they're like, ah, great! I now have my hands that uh, these hands. I can't wait to feel your throbbing like neck in my palms as I strangle you to death. But then it's like in the pa- in the pacifist love run is like 
thank you for giving me my hands. Now I wish to feel the warmth of of yours and mine. Like, and just like it, it, this really cool, like symbolic, like representation of like the whole journey of like the multiple uses of hands. <laughs> like, hands, I like that. Hands yeah. can kill, but hands can love. AJ, you got a game for me? I do. Okay. This comes from I am not witty enough for a funny name at ARP 1033, Snow White Battle Royale. Snow Blake, White. Battle Royales are too big. Uh-huh. They're just so big now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've got like Battle Royale with 100 people, Battle Royale with 50 people, Battle uh-huh, Royale uh-huh. with 20 teams of four or whatever. It's exhausting. And I want to go back to just some good old-fashioned free-for-all. You know what I mean? Take me mm-hmm. back to Call of Duty World at War or War, Modern – take me back to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. You know what I mean? Take me back to those good old-fashioned sandpit 1v7s, just mm-hmm. eight people in one big death match. Okay. The problem is, of course, with Apex now being out and Overwatch and Valorant being here, we know that character – shooters are all the rage so what if we did a free-for-all seven player battle royale Mm -hmm. with characters that are the seven snow white dwarfs okay i i like the gener the direction you're going but in my and this is how i look at battle royales the big thing about battle royales is that there are a lot of people the moment you bring Mm -hmm. it like under 10 it doesn't necessarily feel like a roy a battle royale anymore. It just feels like a battle. It feels it like something feels like much a... more personal. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't necessarily work for me. So what I'm suggesting here is is that you operate and do a battle royale, but we go I I'm going to do the thing I know you love most. We make it bigger. Um you're saying battle you're saying battle royales are too big i'm saying they're not too big enough teams of seven but each team is all each is their own set of seven dwarves with their oh, own abilities shit. their okay. own classes yes yes so <laughs> <laughs> well but no 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 i i want to throw i want to throw throw a curveball at through throw a curveball at you there's this great game out there where it's just like it's like a horde shooter slash resource collecting game it's called i think it's called deep mine or like um miners you're 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 dwarves but in space and you're like you're like starship troopers no yeah what you don't No, bring it down i want to see sleepy and drowsy and bashful and grumpy and whatever the other ones that i don't remember well no no no. what i'm saying is what i'm saying is is that each team is its own unique set of dwarves one team is gonna be the snow white sleepy sneezy and grumpy yada 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 and then we have our seven space dwarves and then we have our seven fucking like the fire slayers for uh warhammer age of sigmar which are just these kick-ass no, it's so much it's so big now no i just want to find out who the best dwarf of the snow white seven dwarves are but then that's boring <laughs> it's <laughs> that's not, not a boring. battle royale the, hey aj i am i i i i'm setting a rule that i have not adhere to very much um we stick to the submission on this one they said battle royale seven people not battle they royale, said snow AJ. white aj seven people seven people okay fine i'm still sticking to the submission there's a snow white team is there not now i just want my, my deep space hold on miners okay I want here, my fire here give me this yeah. give, give me this propo- proposition uh-huh uh-huh i think you're right i think seven is too small 
I think uh-huh. that the seven dwarves, the seven dwarves don't give us enough characters to really like really that's, sink our that's teeth into. That's one little firefight. That's that's just and one so little battle. And so here's what I will give you. Uh huh. I'll give you eight characters. Everybody has to play as one of the dwarves, and one person gets the actually tall, capable fighter of the Prince Charming, who does have a sword and shield because he killed a dragon. I think. But that's not okay. Are you okay? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are you trying to approach this like in Fortnite when they did the whole thing of like if you collect all the infinity stones you're Thanos and you're super powerful or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but one person gets to do that as Prince Charming from the very beginning. So it's a battle royale. I mean, it, it, then it becomes an asymmetric game, wouldn't it? It's like it's like evolve well, where you have no, one because it's just that like and that four. Prince Charming's character skills are cool sword being shield being very handsome and cool and having being a prince uh-huh. sleepy's skills are things like sleep and snore well, uh, maybe he gets a like, cast a spell you know i, what I mean know. i just want to play I, I with, feel like I their powers play with are very straightforward for it's the in their name White. but what i'm getting at is is oh, how do you prevent that from becoming all seven dwarves up against chad prince, prince charming because we're gonna balance it, dude. You like you're rolling your eyes right now, being like Sneezy's not that d- difficult. Actually, Sneezy is. He's the only one with a form of crowd control. Sneezy I, can no, bounce it, people I, off. I, of I le- think you. I think you are on separate pages here. I, I think no. I'm not arguing that Sleepy or Sneezy can't can't be powerful characters. I, I'm I'm all for that. But what I'm getting at is is what how will that not become a game where all of the dwarves team up and go up against the player prince charming well they'll have to fight all of the other dwarves too like there will be some matches where they do team up i mean that's just what happens in free-for-all type games uh-huh uh-huh i think you need to do a little bit more i think there needs to be okay okay I think there needs to be my primary issue with this is there needs to be an increase in the amount of playable characters. So let's look at everything from Snow White. You have Snow White herself. You have the Seven Dwarfs. So that's eight. You have Prince Charming. You have uh, Maleficent. No, it's not Maleficent. That's that's a different one. Who's the, the, the that's the, Sleeping Beauty? Who's the? Is it just? It's not the Wicked Witch because that's that's the Wizard of Oz. Uh, what? God, what's her name? Uh, it is the evil queen. Is it just the evil queen? The one that's like, oh, I'm not hot enough, even though she's absolutely like a goth milf. Yeah. <laughs> and then she turns herself yeah. into an old baby. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, okay. I ain't okay, judging. So, so, that's, so that's nine. And then you have her crow, which is, I think his name's Satan, which is pretty the awesome. The crow was also for Maleficent. Come on now. What? Um, oh, but God. I'll give you the apple or the huntsman. The hunts. Oh yeah, that's right. The huntsman was a playable character. Also, a horde of little forest creatures. Instead of one entity, yes. it's just a fucking like a, a just a just this horde like wasp and style then, like and collection the, of animals that come in and just eat you to shreds. Yeah, I'm and then the that. spooky trees. I think that puts us at a roster of twelve. I think that's what Overwatch launched with. This is a workable ba- like you, you batch of characters. You can't use Overwatch as an example because it's not a it's not a battle. Royale, <laughs> but Overwatch is a character-based sh- shooter, which is what I'm l- looking at primarily. <laughs> it's an not... action-based shooter free-for-all <laughs> game. We're just gonna put the word battle royale on there because they're basically synonymous at this oh, point. Oh shit, you're, you're because right. Because a battle I didn't, royale I didn't think about is that. just a big free-for-all. 
I didn't think about false advertising. That's right. That is a core. That is a core brand principle. You always got to remember false advertising. Yeah, it's you're right, it's you're right. always an option for us, Blake. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're it's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's been in our up. toolbox since day one. You know, AJ. Uh, if this episode has taught me anything, I, I need to start thinking about other people other than myself. Uh, I should not be saying "Welcome to my podcast." Uh, I'm your host because I think I got a little bit egotistical, AJ. I got a little bit egotistical, and I was just thinking about <laughs> what I wanted and what I was thought was good, and uh, I apologize for that. Uh, and I hope you're I just hope not brand as used me. to thinking and being as right and cool and funny and handsome as <laughs> me all the time. It takes you're work. Right. I, it takes I, practice I to be this great. I do compare myself to you and how just fucking cool mm-hmm. and handsome you are. And um, you know what? You need to you start com- comparing yourself to you, brother. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's not going to develop into a festering. And why don't you? you. Why don't? Right. Why don't you go ahead and prove to me? <laughs> prove to me that you're worth you. Give me a game. <laughs> That's like the opposite of like fucking communists. Like believe in the me that believes in you. It's like no, show me how good you how good you are to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> show me your worth to yourself. <laughs> okay, this one comes to us from. I take I my not... shirt off, reveal my cool back tattoo, and tell you tell you prove and to you me just have... that you know you. <laughs> and you just have like a fucking sword that just keeps expanding out of the sheath. Just for no reason. Yeah. Well, my, my back tattoo is just a big sword. It's just your face. Just you posing. It's like a bl- <laughs> My back tattoo is just a face. Of, it's just me striking a pose. <laughs> yeah, it's just you doing like a JoJo's ass pose on your own fucking back. <laughs> That's the you greatest see my back tattoo, tattoo imaginable. You want to see my great? You want to see my tattoo? It's a, it's a tattoo of the greatest man I've ever known. And you just take off your shirt. It's just fucking you. Man, the new ya- the next Yakuza game is looking great. Like, give me a submission. This one comes to us. This one comes to us on Twitter from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. Sonic Team finally releases a new game, but all of that, but all that is known about it before release is the title Shadow Boxing. AJ, it's been a long time since we've had a nice edgy shadow game, and I want to do a thing. It really has AJ, shadow. Shadow's down on his luck. He's down on his luck. You know what? Maybe he's got he's got a little bit of a problem. He's like got some financial debt going, and he's like started up a little bo- a little little boxing a little boxing gym all of his own. And he's trying to he's trying to get he's trying to run away from the things that he knows. He's trying to run away from his speckled past. But you know what? He can't stay quiet any longer. He sees he's Sonic still is haunted jo- by the ghost of Maria. I don't know who Maria is, but uh, yeah, sure, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> All the all the shout of the hedgehog stands out there are giving me a round of applause for that one. Thank you, shout, thank you, Shadow Nation. I love you too. <laughs> is there like a big? Is there a lot of people really into Shadow? Is I there a like... lot of people that like Shadow the Hedgehog? Yeah, go ahead and Google Shadow the Hedgehog Rule Thirty Four and tell me that no, a lot of people don't love like, Shadow the Hedgehog. I feel like most of the people who like Shadow like him. I uh, ironically. Because he's the edgiest fucker around. Dude, he's like, he's a hedgehog with a gun. Like, I can't picture liking that objectively. I can only look at that and I'm like, you're the stupidest dude I've ever seen. So, I, I have no idea where Shadow fans lie. And I don't know if I just ostracized myself from all the They lie community. right here in my heart. I love <laughs> they, you, Shadow they live, Nation. They live, rent, they live rent free. The whole the whole community in your brain. Um. So, okay, 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 okay. Is there a way we can do some sort of 
boxing themed game for Shadow. And I want to lean hardcore into this. One of the things that Shadow, like, the, remember there was that little phase of Sonic games where they were like going into hard fantasy, where it was like Sonic and the Secret Rings, and that was like very Blake. much powered by like um a thou- uh, Arabian Nights, or uh, actually it's not Arabian Nights, it was a. Uh, there's another the Canterbury Tales. Well, there was that was a separate game. That was the Black Knight, AJ. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, you're telling me that there's one for the Canterbury Tales and then one for for like uh, the... a thousand and one nights, like Ara- Arabian Nights, where like the story of genies and uh, and Ara- Arabic folklore. Yes, there are different. Oh, shit. Well, okay. yeah, there's Sonic and the Secret Ring is the one where he gets, like, the sweet ring that gives him, I guess, fire powers or whatever. And then there's uh-huh, uh-huh. Sonic at the Black Knight, which I think Shadow does show up in because I remember seeing him with a big-ass, like, metal sword. Not, like, metal as in, like, material. But so metal what was as the in, core like, of your question metal. before we got distracted thinking about Sonic history? I want to lean hardcore into some sort of we should take some sort of fantasy world where boxing happens. And you know where they haven't touched Asia? They haven't touched Egypt. I want I want Shadow the Hedgehog to be going into a boxing match, climbing through all of the Egyptian gods that are out there to become the one true pharaoh because I feel like that's the edgiest thing that he could do. I and, and it feels like it works. Um, so yeah. Can I propose to you something? Yeah, what's up? And by propose I mean I need you to google something for me really quick. Could you just go ahead and google Sonic the Fighters? Sonic the Fighters. Sonic Wait, is this a boxing game? Uh, no, this is a Sonic <laughs> fighting video game that was real, is a real game, is out well, there. It's um, just like, well, it's all a, I mean, this is not a boxing game. This is like all a, like, Tekken or Street Fighter. No, it's like no, two no, no. It, it definitely is more of a Street Fighter, Tekken type. You know, it has those tight hitboxes just like Tekken. In a lot uh-huh. of ways, Tekken is standing in Sonic the Fighter's shadow, if you really think about uh-huh. it. doesn't Sonic Fighters doesn't have shadow, by the way, which, bad game, admittedly. Well, that's that's where we come in. Uh, it does have a, a cool polar bear character and, like, a little, like, green bird, I think. But different than the green bird that had an air skateboard. So... <laughs> Are you saying this is I the game that, that takes there's place? There's precedent for us to bring back. There's precedent for Sonic fighting video games, which I think is just a real breath of fresh air for us to know that we can return to Sonic's real roots finally. Because mm. that's something the Sonic IP is always too scared to do. Uh huh. Well, so we I can mean go they... back to Sonic's roots and make a fighting game for Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm uncertain how I feel about an Egypt-based fighting game. Boxing mainly. Game. You're right, a bo- an Egypt thing, boxing game. Mainly mm-hmm. because I don't know if the two of those things intersected historically, and I don't know that I could do any Inter- jokes about it without coming off as like somehow offensive. Okay, okay. I was about to say like I I see where you're coming from, and Can we I, I'm totally bring fine. Shadow the Hedgehog to yes. the American like the American um industrialization age you know so steam okay, power okay. trains okay people drinking absinthe and people boxing in the underside of bars like sherlock holmes that so, i know okay 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 I, I i i like the direction you're going with i think us dropping these i want to bring the right shadow thing. the hedgehog I, boxing in the underbelly dirty grimy city of the bronx so baby. here's there's this movie that came out that had uh who's the guy that plays venom now uh that guy uh uh, army it's not army hammer um that guy was in a boxing movie where he was like it's called i think it's just the called... fighter oh we love the fighter here 
Is that it's is the it, one where him and his brother are off? Or they're like no. on dire straits because their dad like is back in their life for one of them, and uh, he's not no, back no. in the life for the other one. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about, there's I think it's called Bronson is the name of the is the name of the movie, and yeah, Bronson two that from 2008, and it ha- and it stars uh what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, Tom Hardy. Um, basically, it's just a guy. Is the fighter not gets... also star Tom Hardy? Yeah, it's not. It stars Tom Hardy. I mean, I mean, he's a big beefy dude, so I could. I wouldn't be surprised if he starred in multiple movies about fighting. <laughs> so, um, no, the fighter is Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg. What the fuck? Very different. Very very different. People. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so what I'm suggesting is, is Bronson is very similar to that. It takes place in the underbelly of underground boxing rings where it's just like people would bet there's like they you go out to the barn and like have a fight and then the people are placing money and and just betting it all on these just um underground Mm -hmm. fighting things are you do you want to go that route where like we have this and and, and you know what we could do too this is the story this is the reason yes i absolutely want to do that because like the narrative story of this game will then take shadow the hedgehog into the undercity like back alley brawling like scenes of people and big pens like cheering while they punch people yeah and then i want you to imagine shadow the hedgehog leaving the underground ring and going upstairs and hanging out in some old school bar where a burlesque show is happening in the background but we can't have like it's a kids game or it's an e10 and up game so like it's just a bunch of characters and like pretty dresses and like burlesque that's how you get away with it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it'll be robots doing burlesque. And, like, we, as people playing the game, will know that Shadow the Hedgehog is probably getting lap dances, like, on the off oh hours. But, like, we can't say that Shadow the Hedgehog is getting lap dances on the off hours. Wait, you know what I mean? Weird weird question. Weird question. Just just to fucking just throw a weird sag on this. Because you and mm-hmm. I love hybrid games. What if this is a bar management game, but you also are trying to get your bar to be... Like the biggest underground boxing place around. So every Shadow night, Shadow the Hedgehog spends sp- is abs- is boxing champion by night and also bar owner by night. But that sleeps by day. <laughs> but no, no, no. But that see that's that makes sense though because he's like, how do you drum up business for your dying bar? You got to supply the entertainment. What better entertainment than putting yourself in the ring? Putting like, man, did you hear about this bar owner who like fights any patron who comes? To- <laughs> He'll, he'll put money down uh, for you to for to he'll bet on the fight that he's in against you okay. and he'll fight yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. I so, have the story for you. And that's all that's the only income you get cuz you don't make income as a barkeep or whatever. Yeah, it's the like, bar the yeah. the bar money you make is very little in relation to the combat uh-huh, uh uh-huh. money you'll make. Yes. So here's how the actual story works. Um Shadow the Hedgehog uses chaos control and goes back in time on chaos accident. Control. Loses his <laughs> loses his memory. He's now trapped in the in the olden times and has struck up a bar and has this underground fighting ring. You play as Shadow the Hedgehog now. We the player know that she is Shadow the Hedgehog who belongs in a different timeline. Shadow the Hedgehog does not know this. We see Shadow the Hedgehog's friends, you know, the robot that I don't remember the name of, the bat that I don't remember the name of, Rouge the Sonic, bat, no, thank Knuckles, you and Tails Wait, and Company. Real, real quick, real All quick, of them real are quick. coming back in time to try to get Shadow the Hedgehog to remember who he is so that he can come back into the future where he belongs. Real, real quick question. Did you know Shadow losing his memory is a thing in the Sonic games, right? Um, 
Which yes, it, it, okay. In, if in, you, so, in Shadow in Sonic Adventure Two Battle, he lost his memory, and he's and slowly Sonic being reminded All-Star. and haunted by the memories of. Uh, I had her name earlier. I can't believe I forgot it already. Oh, that the uh, one lady you mentioned that I had no idea. But yeah, no. Maria! Like, what's yeah, got it what's again. so fucking funny about this is that him losing his memory is holy canon in many times because he lost his memory in that game. He also lost his memory in Sonic All Stars, like the team based game where he's like you had like Team Dark, which was like him, Rouge the Bat, and the robot. The the, the, the did the, Rouge the Bat and the robot remember? They remember who they are, but so- but Shadow doesn't. He lost his memory. I don't know if it was because of the Chaos Gem. So the co- the fact that it's just so funny to me that a game series will not you like some person losing their memory is not something that happens multiple times in a game's lore. <laughs> it's just like they lost it once, and then it's there, and then it's the story of them remembering or redeeming themselves or whatever. It's like no, Shadow has lost his memory multiple times according to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just I the funniest this. fucking thing. So he uses the Chaos Gems. He gets thrown back in time. And basically he's stumbles like, into like owning this bar. He's like a Prohibition-era bar owner, right? Yes. Seedy, yes. seedy alcohol sales, seedy underground fights, seedy burlesque mm. shows. Yeah, yeah. And he's... <laughs> God. <laughs> it's just... It has to be so fucking edgy. It's like that seed in uh, Sherlock We're going to make another ESRB rating. It's going to be E12 <laughs> and up. <laughs> <laughs> on the box with it, it you know that little box next to the esrb for like white like cartoon violence or blood or whatever it's just like robot burlesque shows it'll be like it'll Whoa. say robot burlesque show and then underneath it it will say shadow the hedgehog you know the deal because <laughs> it's gonna have all the things we affiliate with shadow the hedgehog it's gonna have guns it's gonna have cusses but only but the white have, cusses it's gonna have sweet like turn of the century guns that are like still kind of like leaning towards flintlock or it's like ball and cap like sort of guns it's like it's gonna look yeah. like the prestige basically like that kind of yes. that kind of look um god that's so fucking dumb and i'm just picturing like the opening cinematic like or like the opening cinematic before it does like how did i get here it's just like him in a fight in a boxing thing and as soon as he wins the fight he does the thing that robert downey jr does after he wins his fight he grabs just a bottle of wine and grabs the cork with his mouth and just pops it right there and he's like yes and he walks up the hell is happening Yeah, <laughs> this, this is, rules. This game does fucking rule. Actually, I'm so excited about this. Okay, 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 okay. We're coming up towards the end. We gotta decide our nugs. This is I, it. This is I, the yeah, nugs. This is, this I want to flush this out a little bit more. Okay, okay. So you what is the, the idea end that like the day night cycle? Like we are getting more money through the fights than we do the actual like maintenance of the bar. I think that what this comes down to is what we all love about Sonic the Hedgehog's games, and that is that there's so much useless shit in it. So Uh there will be menus upon menus of, like, bar customization and bar min-maxing, and by the end of the day, you'll get, like, 12 bucks out of it, and it won't help you progress the story in any way, shape, or form. Wait, 12 bucks in, like, 1900s money, I think, is a lot of money. That's, like, a few hundred dollars. I don't know about inflation. Who do I look (laughs) like, an economist? (laughs) Okay. 
all of the I actual just... story comes from the fighting games that mm-hmm. the fighting like stuff that comes in over and over and over. Uh, perhaps we can add in some sort of light RPG element where like the numbers go up so you can oh, continue shoot. to fight more people over the night as Shadow the Hedgehog. Well, here's because the I think that the story does come in the form of new friends showing up trying to, to say, "Hey, Shadow, I remember you," and he says. How about this? Long cigarette about- drag. I ain't heard that name Shadow in a long time. <laughs> it was all, it was written on my shoes when I got here. What's, I don't what's, know what that name means. What's the most fucking like? What's edgier than Shadow? You know what he does? It it feels so Shadow esque where he's it's like, like Spike or no, some no, shit. No, it's Scar. It's fucking Scar because it's like what he's like. He just can't get rid of the edge. It's just innate, even though his memory's gone. He's like, and now I, he has a I, big I, scar over one eye because yeah, he had such but, a bad like teleporting problem actually stick stick with me on this stick with me on this this is how i think the gameplay loop or the climb should be he's not the only one that got teleported into the past and lost their memory every single major like sonic hero got teleported into this into the past too and they all became mm-hmm. their own boxers in their own way or whatever and over the course of the game each one of them finds their way to this bar to challenge our shadow so it'll be like the first one you go up against let's say it's it's fucking amy shows up and she's like just ripped she's like absolutely just insanely ripped and she and you find out like after you defeat her and this could be a little bit just the ass kicking is what jogs their memories and that they start remembering things but you don't because you never lose a fight right yeah because you never lose a fight so you how yeah. can you have your memory jogged if you're always kicking ass yes yes so, and that's they only show up when you reach certain bar ratings so it'll be like hey uh and maybe we can judge that by like hey every night you make an average of like you know uh a few hundred dollars in today's money or and then Amy shows up. You start making a couple hundred more dollars than that. Then uh, Tails shows up and then Knuckles and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then like once you've jogged their memories and they realize that they want to help out, they take a job at the bar. So they yes. add to like the useless menus of the game, right? Like you yes. get Tails and all of a sudden Tails like, all right, I'll go ahead and go work back behind the counter. I'll be your I'm janitor like or whatever because I have all my I'll Tails. I'll be your like, oh, that's I'm going right. to be your mixologist, dude. Uh-huh, like I'm uh-huh. going to serve the best drinks in this place, in this <clears throat> town, baby. You know what could also be really cool too what if we do this game to where sonic becomes like a legitimate bad guy so sonic loses his memory too guess what he becomes he becomes a fucking officer and he's coming here to bust up your underground ring sonic would be a cop sonic (laughs) the boys in blue uh (laughs) 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 instead of gotta go fast gotta go to jail uh, that, <laughs> that's fucking, I hate stupid. That. It's so stupid. But yeah, I, I, I would, hate Cop Sonic. <laughs> and that's how we. That's how we need to. We have to. I. I, I want to play the game like how I feel. Shadow looks at Sonic. Shadow looks at Sonic as like this inferior. Like it's his enemy. It's his mortal enemy. Yeah. So we should lean into that and actually make Sonic like the bad guy. You know. And maybe what we can do over the course of this game is like. Um, we could either go this one of two ways. This could be about Shadow discovering his own humanity and being an actually good person. Or I'm going can... to propose to you this. I think that Shadow the Hedgehog ends up meeting all of these people. I don't think his memory ever comes back. We're going to pivot Shadow the Hedgehog for the whole Sonic IP. By the mm-hmm. end of this story, Shadow the Hedgehog does knock the memory and sense back into everybody else around him. But mm-hmm. he doesn't 
ever lose, so he never gets his memories back. Uh, but he does. Okay, but he okay. has always felt like an outsider. That is mm-hmm. because he's a four foot tall hedgehog in a world where everybody else is just a monster. <laughs> and so because of this, he sees all of these other fun animal companions: Amy, Tails, the big alligator man, Rouge the bat, just a robot. Mm-hmm. And he starts to be like, I guess I have to trust these people because they're like me and they seem to care about me a lot. So mm-hmm. if they say that I don't belong in this timeline, I don't know if they're right, but I do know that I want to be around them. That's so we're by the going end of, back to the future. That's by the end of the game. I don't think that that's their by the memory, end of the game. Their memory comes back gradually. I think it's like as they, as more people come to the bar and start working, they'll be like, oh, hey, this person I work with, like for some reason I feel like I know them, and then that starts kickstarting kick memories. It's like yeah. the, the, the knockout that they get when they lose the fight to Shadow is what gets the ball rolling. Hey, it's what just, does this game actually play like in the fights? Is it uh, like it t- a it little like Mac? boxing, bro? Like you have the two, okay, you have yeah, the two okay, control. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's switch exclusive. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, so you're doing it on the switch, and you have to like manually pump it, um, like like you're boxing. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, and I'm one. Okay, so that's like what the boxing gameplay looks like. How can we make this? Because this isn't like our the number one game we always use. Like as an example, is Moonlighter. This isn't necessarily about selling, like, beer. I, I mean, is like, what is the well, shop management? It's like, like you will have all of these menu options that uh-huh. really will surmise to nothing other than being ways that you can talk to your companions. You can mm. go in and do, like, the resource management of telling Tails what things you can and can't put behind the bar for the night. It will not affect anything. You can go to Amy and help select a track list for the music that will play at the night for the play at the bar for the night, and you'll see like all of these numbers change. They will not be attached to anything. They will be useless menus with no actual like feel to them, but you will be able to toggle things and make things change. Well, how about this? Just to entertain the kids that pick up the game and don't realize that it means nothing. It's oh no 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 no. It does mean something. But most importantly, it's to it's there to infuriate people and remind everybody that they Mm -hmm. are playing a Sonic the Hedgehog game, and we have consciously not thought half of this game through. Well, well, this is what I think. This is what I think. It's that it's not like different items give you different abilities and you it's about like trying to farm specific things etc etc it's not that it's just each upgrade counts towards your overall rating so it'll be like hey your first upgrade is like you're no longer cutting the whiskey with like 50 percent water it's not like now you could serve full whiskey (laughs) you know or like hey you actually you now can serve uh cider not just not just regular old ale and then that contributes like your your bar rating goes oh, up by a and it, star. It's just like the number goes up. It's yes, just like a yes. quick toggle. Yes, I would like to go yes. up one. And then okay. there's okay. Yeah. And, and just to add a little bit of extra fun, maybe it can be like you your budget goes up, and like every day you can like remodel the bar a little bit. Like you can buy different seats. You can really make it your own. Like you could do like a gothic themed bar. You can do just yeah. A at garage the beginning, it bar. looks like some ye old saloon with like yeah. buckets for seats, and by the end of it, it looks like a Fortune five hundred like fancy. Yeah. Broadway go, production. Yeah, it's play. like it's well lit. It's there's not puddles on the floor. It's you know it's like, got big red yeah, drapes yeah, yeah. everywhere. The floor mm-hmm. is gold. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then it's just like and maybe um acquiring new people gives you di- like that what I'm picturing the gameplay loop looks like. It's like you have just a bunch of like small time fights where it's like just unmemorable characters, and then 
then a named character comes up. And then once that you defeat the named character, or sorry, here, let me, let me go back a little bit. The unnamed characters where it's just like a fight, the fight of the night is just how you generate profit. And then like every 10 fights or so, or once you reach a certain buy enough upgrades, it unlocks a named fight. And then that named fight, once you beat it, unlocks a new story. It unlocks new things to start saving up for and buy, like new new different kinds of alcohol, different kinds of lighting, different kinds of uh, security, different kinds of, like, it changes. Also, one thing we didn't think about, what does the ring look like? I'm imagining at the beginning of the game, it's just a dirt pit in your basement, right? By the yeah, end the, of the ring game, will upgrade as you upgrade, like, yeah. the rest of the place. Like, if well, you upgrade you the lighting, it it'll upgrade own. the lighting. If you upgrade the guardrails, it'll upgrade the guardrails. Mm-hmm. You can design I don't want to do too much. I don't want to do too much like personalization because again, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. game, and it will be kind of shady. That's just mm-hmm. how it works, baby. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, what do we call this? Hmm. Really? What quickly, was the name submitted? Let me. Uh. What do you mean the name submitted? What What was the submission? Was there a name in the submission? Uh, I don't believe so. Let me double check really quick. Uh, Sonic Team finally releases a new game, but all that is known. Oh, it's just called Shadow Boxing. Duh, you're right. It was, it was Shadow, I'm, I'm a shadow Boxing. Shadow Boxing. Um, but it's done with like the Shadow the Hedgehog video game font with like the sh- silly S and everything. <laughs> what do we call it? Shadow the Hedgehog. What if we just called it Shadow the Boxer? No, I was thinking we. I just think it would just be so funny to include a title that has Shadow in it twice. It's like Shadow the Hedgehog, Shadow Boxing, and I'm like, (laughs) it's just no. Yeah, that rules actually. That (laughs) owns bones. It's 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 Shadow the Hedgehog, Shadow Boxing now. It's just yeah. What's edgier than Shadow in the name? Shadow twice. (laughs) Shadow in there two times is way edgier. Yeah. God, but then I then I turn around and be like, "Fucking, what's it called? Uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice" is like the coolest, like one of the coolest, not edgiest titles around. It could have been Shadow: Shadows Die Twice, but they weren't cool like us. <laughs> they were brave enough. They were brave enough to do a Shadow the Hedgehog. They weren't Soulsborne brave game. enough. <laughs> All right, are we ready for patch notes? I think that's a game. Yeah, let's go to patch notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. As always, thank you all so much for listening. But today, today I've got a request from you. Not really a request, actually. More of a, more of a, more of an offer. See, mm. I know our audience more than anybody because I am, again, so smart and wise and cool and handsome and all-knowing. <laughs> this is and your podcast, I know yeah. that deep in your couch cushions, dear listener, you probably got two bucks. You probably got two bucks kicking around in those couch cushions. Yeah. Couch cushions that you sit on every month. Maybe maybe underneath your your car. Like underneath your car seat. Maybe under your car. You know, got a couple quarters Oh, the car seat definitely has $2. It always does. Mm -hmm. And what are are those $2 for? If you get those $2, yeah, that's the obvious question. What do you do with $2? Well, Mm -hmm. I have the perfect solution for your new $2 that need a home. Mm -hmm. You can go over to patreon.com slash spiritual successor podcast, and you can throw those $2 to Papa mm. Blake and AJ. Mm, yeah, dude. I, and if you are willing to join our Patreon, there's a couple of benefits there. We do a monthly game night with our Patreon where we get on a voice call on our Discord and we stream some games. I think our next game night is going to be playing the new Among Us airship update. Um, so if you want to come check that out, there's more info on our Patreon. But other than that, we also do boss fights. There are some games that we can use boss fights, some games that we 
uh, can't. But what that means is, and is some you can games s- we just simply forget about it because we're on a time crunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but outside that, you get early access to art. You get um, just we basically ask questions with our Discord all the time of like, what are they looking for? What are some of the? Yeah, it's a the, lovely you know, community. People yeah. are always plugging each other new games to play. I think that mm-hmm. I've gotten more new games from this Discord alone than yeah, any fa- other like group chat that I've that's, been a part of before. That's, fa- that's how I found out about Loop Hero was because of our Discord, actually. Like I found out about like you and the Discord approached me on the same day talking about that game, and I was like, oh man, I gotta play that game now. It's but, a yeah, good game. It's, it's, it's a good Discord awesome. with good have, taste. Yeah, we have a super really cool, like a super really awesome. God, how many adjectives can I pack into that? But it's it's a, a really super cool, uh, really awesome tubular dope group of people. Yes, and you should it's, come check it out if you got this two dollars. This was talking about AJ. those car cushions. Extreme extreme marketing of the 1990s. I want that shit to come back. I want to see surge commercials again. Surge commercials, but for podcasts. It'd be like, all right, here, let me do my, let me do my best one. Yeah. Two dollars pays for the seat, but you're only gonna need the edge on spiritual successors Patreon. Boom, boom, boom! Explosion, <laughs> explosion! Big lights. Guess what? Nothing's cooler than being on the spiritual successor Patreon because you got to say the name over and over again to really sell over it. And like, over and over and over until the, until we until <laughs> I feel embarrassed about how much you're saying it, and now yeah. I want the ad to end. I, AJ, I'm, I I learned from watching you, man. Like as like this is my podcast. I have to have that blind arrogance. <laughs> Like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, t- I'm just doing what you taught me. I gotta be like, I gotta put myself out there and do it so much to where my narcissism, everybody can see it. I, I learned from watching you. You want to see something else you can do with your pa- with the power of narcissism? What's that? You can end the show. As always, our <laughs> intro and outro is "Cheap Shot" by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart, and I've been your host, Blake Rea. See, I said I this has been, been spiritual successor. Host. You're doing it. Yeah, did it feel better? Yeah, and this was Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. This is my pocket. My my outro. Mine. <laughs> <laughs>